Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Chapter four, stinky old Aunt Opal. Just kidding. It's called Aunt Awful. Do you think she's really awful? No, I think she's going to be good. A couple days later, Judy was on her top bunk reading Nancy Drew mystery number 44 when she heard a honk honk from outside in the driveway. Dad calls up, called upstairs, stink, Judy, Aunt Opal's here. Judy scrambled down from the top of her bunk and ran to the window. <clears throat> Just like Nancy Drew, she cracked the curtain to spy on Aunt Opal. On the aunt, this Aunt Opal person. All she could see was a pair <clears throat> of short blue boots sticking out from under a giant suitcase. She dropped the curtain and ran to her computer. Dear Amy, Summer just got way worse. Aunt Awful has landed. Please come home ASAP or, or else send me a ticket to Borneo. Judy placed, paced around her room, talking to Mouse. I bet she has warts, Mouse. And evil googly eyes. Anne makes us eat fish guts for breakfast. Mouse licked his lips. Bam, bam, bam. Stink stuck his head in the Judy's room. Mom, Mom wants us downstairs now to meet Aunt Opal. Judy pointed to the sign on the door. Can't anybody read around here? Stink read it all. Do not disturb. Judy Moody is spending the summer in her room. Really? The whole summer? What about food? Judy pointed to her window. I have a basket and a rope. You can put food inside and I'll pull it up. What about TV? Judy held up a contraption made of tin cans and toilet paper rolls, duct tape, and mirrors. What do you think this periscope is for? Cool. What about going to the bathroom? Just then, a plume of black smoke wafted up the stairs. Judy heard a shriek and then a clatter in Mom's voice. Oh, no. Dinner. Fire. Beep. The smoke alarm blared through the house. Stink raced out of the room. Judy grabbed her dolphin water pistol and ran down the stairs. Fire! Where's the fire? Help is on the way. Let me. Judy clattered down the stairs, her water pistol in one hand and a squirt toy in the other. Blazing into the smoky kitchen, she blasted the water right, left, and center, hitting the chairs, tables, stink, mouse's jaw, mouse's, wait, whoa, table, stink, mouse, jaws, and the smoky casserole that mom was putting on the counter. Stop, Judy, stop, it's okay, mom said. One final blast of the squirt gun hit Aunt Opal right between the eyes. Oops. Aunt Opal shook her long red hair and laughed. Judy, that was, that was instantly squished into a big bear hug. You've been here five minutes, Opal, and, and already the house is on fire. Dad opened up a window. Mom, Mom flapped a dishcloth over the black casserole. Let me look at you, Aunt Opal said to Judy. How old are you now? Twelve? Nine and some quarters. Judy eyed her Aunt Opal up and down from her hip. Yep, from her hippie shirt to her bright blue boots to her arms jingling with bangles and bracelets. Wow, you've got to be, you've got more bracelets than Chloe, my math tutor, and she's in college. Opal twisted a braided bra- bracelet off of off and handed it to Judy. Here you go. This one's made from yak hair. 
Rare, said Judy. Oh, look, her aunt is actually, like, young and cool. Kind of, her hair was, like, my, um, Miss Halkett's That's, yes, it does. I bought it from, um, I bought it from a monkey in Nepal or for 500 rupees. I think I got ripped off. Opal rummaged through her large bag. Here's your real present. She handed a small box to Judy and a book to Stink. For me? Awesome. Judy flipped open the box and inside was a, the mother of all rings, a silver snake curled around a glowing mood crystal. A mood ring? How did you know? Opal winked. Judy slipped the ring onto her finger and and turned it turned bright blue. Blue is for happy and glad, said Judy. Stink opened his book. So you want to catch Bigfoot? Man, oh man, oh man. I think you're a hit, Ope, said Dad, putting an arm around her shoulder. I hate to interrupt this, but what are we doing for dinner, Mom asked. Judy and Stink didn't didn't miss a beat. Pizza, pizza. Before, oh, say ribs. Yeah, oh yeah, Peyton would say ribs. Before you could say pepperoni, Judy and Stink were racing t- past China, the speed bump number one, and past Japan, speed bump number two, on their way to Gino's Pizza. Let's go to Fern Fangs while we while we wait, said Stink. I gotta show Zeke my my big from my big foot club my new book. And to prove that you to prove to you that Bigfoot exists. Right. Judy rolled her eyes as Stink ran next door to Fern Fangs. He rushed up to a tall, skinny teenager with hair in his eyes, waving his book. Hey Zeke, check this out. Zeke blew his hair out of his eyes and let out a it let out a whistle. Whoa, sweet. It's a first edition, said Zeke, admiring the book. Stink smiled proudly. This is Judy, my sister, and she doesn't believe in Bigfoot. Can you believe that? Seriously? Mega total super duper seriously, said Judy. Show her, Zeke. Show her the proof. Do you think she can handle the cave? Zeke asked. Stink nodded. Follow me. Zeke told Judy that... Follow me, Zeke told Judy. He headed to the back of the store, past a red macaw on the perch. Bigfoot lives. Bigfoot lives, said the macaw. Oh, Bigfoot lives. Bigfoot lives. Probably like that, huh? Judy jumped, then quickly followed Zeke through the beaded curtain past the pile of cages, pet food, and pet supplies. Zeke's head bumped a Bigfoot believer sign as he ducked in a large cave made of old boxes and covered with spray paint, dog food bags. What is this, a clubhouse for bats? Welcome to the headquarters of the Bigfoot Believers Association. This is, is this cool or what? Stink said proudly. Zeke pointed to the map of Virginia with the pushpins. These are all sightings of Bigfoot around here. We've been tracking his every move, and he is definitely headed our way. Stink snatched a big clump of gray hair lying on the table. Hey, Pluto, is this what I think it is? Uh, As in Bigfoot hair? Nah, chinchilla, Zeke said laughing. I had to brush it out this morning. Never mind, Nat. Let's go. Let's get some real proof. I keep... I keep it in cold storage. Zeke stepped to a fridge around the corner. Wait, did you say cold storage? Judy asked. Do you by any chance know Mr. Todd? Nope, never heard of him. Zeke opened the fridge. Carefully, he took out a photo of out of a plastic pouch. Here you go. A rare photo of Bigfoot. Look, but don't touch. He held the blurry black and white photo to Judy. Judy snorted. Are you kidding me? That's just some guy in a fuzzy sweater. He doesn't even have big feet. 
You're cracked, said Stink. They gotta be fifty. They got. Wait, they gotta be fifth size fifty nine at least. Zeke slipped the photo back into the pouch. If you need more proof, uh, come to one of our meetings Tuesdays at six. Judy shook her head. I'm too busy on Tuesdays. From now until forever. Come on, Stink. Pizza time. Judy put her arm around Stink and dragged him out. Catch you later, little dude. Zeke called after him. Stink turned and gave Zeke a happy thumbs up. Oh, I guess this chapter wasn't as long as I thought it was. I don't know why I thought it was long. Oy, 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 oy. Right, Peyton? Okay. See you guys next time. Say goodbye.